And we're live. Welcome to Bet Records, where we talk about hot topics, ideas, and all the shit you really want to hear. What is going on, Bet Records fans? Justin here, alongside Trenton, Quentin, and Just or and Josh. Here we are back for another installment of our MMA slash combat sports episode. So we'll start off by recapping the past main card: UFC Paris, Cyril Gan versus Tai Tuivasa. Man, upset! We, what a great inauguration fight for UFC France. So let's just get right into the main event right away. As Tai Tuivasa's biggest fan, Q-Tip, what did you think of the fight? I thought it was a good fight overall, honestly. I mean, obviously it's sad to see Tai lose, but uh, I really do think he held his own. I think he did get that one killer shot on, on God. First which, guy know, to first guy to drop Cyril Gaon. Yeah, so, you know, I think uh, I think that Tai can learn from this and he can build better, you know. I agree with you 100%. Like, even during that time, I wanted Cyril Gaon to win because right. I want to see a match between him and Francis again because that's the only <laughs> guy, Francis, biggest power puncher in the world. He couldn't even put Ty, he couldn't even put Cyril Gaon to the ground, and Ty <laughs> yeah. did it. Yeah, I was scared for a sec because <laughs> even one thing I will say about Tuivasa, that guy is tough. <laughs> yeah, he did you see? He took a hammer. I don't know. Did you watch the fight? Did you see any of the highlights? So he battered his body. Like, Gon was attacking him, and Tuivasa was, like, leaning down. He hit him in the liver so many times. Mm -hmm. He, like, bent down. He (laughs) felt it, but he stood right back up. Usually whenever you hit those shots, you go right to the ground. But Tuivasa took, God, he took, like, 60 shots to the body. (laughs) Are you pulling up the stats? That was crazy. Uh, I can look it up. Yeah, I got it. It's right here. Yeah, Tuivasa, uh, so God landed 110 of 168 strikes. Yeah. How many to the body? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say that. that it doesn't you know. say? Uh, no, yeah, I know that's specifically what I'm pulling up at least. But I'm sure I'm sure it was nutty about, yeah. But Cyril Gaon, he showed how elite his kickboxing is and his toughness as well because even those times where Tuivasa got hurt, he still threw back and connected with Cyril Gaon. Like, at that point, I was just saying, you know, next punch will win this. And there was some criticism afterwards towards Cyril Gaon because the knockout punch he hit Tuivasa with right before he swung and hit him in the back of the head. So, you know, I think it was Junior Dos Santos, Dos Santos, who called out Cyril Gaon, who Cyril Gaon actually knocked out, saying that he did the same thing to him. I think it was inadvertent. I didn't think there was no yeah. intent behind it, and right. at that point, Tuivasa was already screwed. It was a great knockout. I liked it. Yeah, and yeah then, absolutely. Then in the co-main event, we had Whittaker versus Marvin Vittori. Whittaker dominated. Yep. Just right, right. dominated. That's not how I saw the fight going. Whittaker, Whittaker looked, he looked incredible. Like He looks like he's gotten better. He just yeah. stopped. Yeah, he was definitely pretty impressive. Marvin didn't even have any answer for anything Whitaker was throwing at him. I'm really sh- if that was a five round fight, Whitaker would have finished him for sure. Yeah, was Marvin was done. I don't think Vittori landed a single takedown, but Whitaker took him down. It was yeah. crazy. UFC Paris was incredible, and I hope they're back there again. <laughs> um, what's next for Robert Whitaker? I could see him stepping in and taking on Jar- Jared Cannonier in a rematch now that Cannonier doesn't have an opponent since Sean Strickland dropped out. Otherwise, maybe a rematch with Derek Brunson. 
maybe a fight with Paulo Costa. I know Costa has been calling for that fight. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Otherwise, it's tough to give him a title shot because he's lost to Israel twice. But, you know, if he keeps, if he rings up a couple more wins, it's going to come to that, you know, the Holloway Volkanovsky situation. There's nobody else. So they have to give him that shot. I could potentially see a trilogy down the road. And if Whitaker looks like he did on Saturday against Vittori against any of those guys, I think that version of Robert Whitaker can beat Israel Adesanya. Right, sure. It'll all depend how the Israel and Pereira fight goes in November. What is next for Cyril Gone? That gets a little tricky. Because obviously you got Francis still out. You have a potential John Jones Stipe fight happening. Yep, yep. You could make a case for a rematch with Ngannou. I wouldn't be opposed to it. It just really depends if they can get this Stipe and John Jones fight going. I I don't know if we'll see that because it just doesn't seem there hasn't been many talks about it. Sure. Yep. So if that's really the case, I could. I could see Cyril just getting an immediate rematch with Francis. Sure. Yeah. And what's next for Tui Basa? That's a little, that's a little hard. Hard to say. True. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, he, like I said, he put up a great fight. He showed great heart, great determination, great toughness. It's just tough to say what I see next for him. You could maybe, arguably, give him. Let's say the Stipe Jones fight doesn't happen. You could give him Stipe if Stipe wants to come back. Sure. If Jones does come back, but Stipe doesn't want to come back, you can give him that fight, too, because they've been talking Mm -hmm. on social media a little bit. Josh, what do you think about Ty? I know you predicted him to win. Uh, Did you watch the fight? Yeah, no, I didn't have a chance to, but... Did you uh, see the highlights, at least? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely interesting. I think he has to kind of rebound from it, but... For sure. I mean, he has no... There's nothing to be ashamed of. Like, right, he fought a really right, good yeah. guy. Yeah, that was he, still a good fight. I'm pretty sure that won fight of the night, too. Yeah. Probably. So there's 50 Gs really for you right check. there. I don't think any I don't think any different of Tai Tuivasa after that fight. I still think he's a cold-blooded killer. And Absolutely. even that fight right there just shows me he does belong in the top of the division. Yeah. You think he moves down a couple places after that fight? Probably. Um... N- Maybe one spot. Yeah, maybe. Because he was Because it was a close contest, and I know, yeah, there was that shot in the second or third round, right? One of the two. He hurt Cyril Gaon, first guy to drop him. Um, Because, what, you have have Cyril Gaon, number one contender, and then I think it's Stipe, Mm -hmm. then Ty, and uh, can you look up the rankings? Yes, we pulled the rankings. Because I know... Derek Lewis dropped a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ever since the Cyril Gaon loss, he has kind of dropped down, but he's still a big name in the division. I'd love to see that rematch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ty moved down to four. It looks like Curtis Blades moved up to three. Mm -hmm. You know what? I think... Razor Blades? I think... That'd be a good fight. You know what? Actually, keep going down. Who else is on there? We got Sergey. Pavlich. Yep. Tom Aspinhall. He's going to be out for a little bit. Derek Lewis, 7. Alexander, Alexander Volkov, 8. Yep. I'm going to keep going. Give. All right. We're moving too far right, down. So I don't since, think he faces any of those since, guys after uh, that. Since Ngannou's going to be out for a little bit, I think Cyril Gaon should fight Blades. I think that fight makes the most sense. But why, why is, why is Gain 
you know, fighting these guys. You just beat the number three. Yeah, I get it that they just switch. But uh, with a knee, with a knee injury. All right, but just just wait and give him a shot at this. I guess you know if he's ready and he's still training, put him in a fight. But they're planning an interim fight between John Jones and Stipe, Mm. but I. I don't think that's gonna happen. I just real. I don't. I don't know what to say about John. I just don't. He's kind of become just a social media guy now. Yeah. Yep. He's going on three years without a fight, still in the pound for pound rankings. I just don't get it. Three years without a fight. Yeah. Put it like this: the press was still standing the last time he fought. Jesus Christ. Because his last fight, you and me were watching in Cowboys. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> and then. Volkov, Rosenstrike. I would say give Gone Blades and give Ty. Give him Alexander Volkov. I would say that would be a good one. I know Volkov's a little low, but still, you know, you just got knocked out unconscious. Yeah. I think I think you need to like pull back a little bit. Bridge the gap a little bit. Still fight a top contender, a guy who's has a name in the heavyweight division. It's even beating him is something to be proud of. Yeah. So I think that's a good fight to make. It's good style for him. I think him and Volkov would be a good fight. And Cyril Gon versus Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades looking to get also get a trilogy against Nganu. He's lost to him twice. <laughs> so if he really wants that third fight, I think he needs to go through Cyril Gon. And that's what I think about the current state of the UFC. UFC Paris was a banger. Hope to go back there in the future. It was great. Um, also, we'll get into UFC 279 in a little bit, but I do want to talk about some breaking news today. Is that former former UFC middleweight champion and hall of and future Hall of Famer Anderson the Spider Silva will be taking on Jake Paul in a really boxing want- match in October 28th in Phoenix, Arizona. Wow. You really want to put this in the UFC segment? I said the UFC and combat sports episode. I I suppose it is. This is actually a big one because... It's kind of a big deal because he was on Jake Paul's hit list. Yeah, and Jake even said, I respect the guy. Yep. He said, I respect the guy. And Dana's been saying for the longest time, saying Jake will not call him out. He's old, but he's actually good. Uh, This is a dangerous fight for Jake. What do you think? I definitely think it is. This is the most interesting one yet. My problem is, and this is why Josh is shaking his head, he's not a boxer. He, he's not a boxing guy. Yes. He actually started with boxing. That was his come up. Interesting. Okay. He had, a, he had a boxing match before he What's had the age MMA gap? Fight. The age gap is... Uh, how old is Jake? 40, how old is Jake? 25, I guess. 22 uh-huh. years. Yeah, I was gonna say I knew I figured it would be more but than twenty if years. Watch, if you watch, put it like this: Anderson, at forty-six years old, last year beat Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., a guy in his. Did early you say twenty-two 30s. years old? That'd be like me beating up a three-year-old. <laughs> Very different. One's a Wait, fully Jake grown Paul's human not being. Twenty-two. He's uh, twenty-five. He's, I guess. he's got. He's like twenty-five. And how old is Anderson Silva? Forty-seven. Okay, but at least at least that's twenty-two like two fucking bad. years. But. Here's my here's really my like me here's fighting my zero year old. That. That's like me fighting my dad. Like he's got like back issues. Okay, but your dad's not a UFC fighter. Okay, well, that's a, that's a little. He's still here's, fucking fifty. Here's the here's the thing. Here's go. the thing though is that a year and a half ago, Anderson Silva beat 
Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., a guy in his early 30s, and he made it look pretty decisive. Ooh. And then he went on to knock out Tito Ortiz in 40 seconds. Is this boxing? Yes. Jesus. Oh. Anderson still has that head movement. He moved away from <laughs> MMA because he just, you have to understand what it takes to move in MMA like that. Boxing is a lot less movement. So uh, even would you in say the it's Tito easier? Fu- What's that? Would you say it is easier? Easier in terms of MMA versus boxing? Yes. Yeah. Well, if you, in I'd MMA, have to agree. Okay, so who would you take in a street fight? An MMA fighter or a boxer? Neither. Yeah, I'd probably avoid the situation. <laughs> yeah, They'd probably run the other way. No, who do you think would win? A boxer or an MMA fighter? Oh, the MMA fighter. Either. I would say MMA. Here's the thing. It's obviously boxing rules for this match with Jake Paul and Silva, right? If it, if it's if it wasn't, I got I, you know if it's a true UFC fight, the, Jake Paul's not winning it. Who's, who's the promoter? MVP promotions. MVP, yeah. Is that Jake Paul? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, weird. So <clears throat> you're saying Jake Paul's the promoter and he's a fighter? Oh, just like Floyd May- Mayweather. Yeah. Floyd, oh, weird. Floyd promoted all his fights oh, too. Just like every other boxer. Huh. Weird. So crazy. There's not a UFC, and that is the kind of, I don't want to say problem with boxing. boxing. That's why it's different. uh, It's just like a WWE at this point. It's a free-for-all. It's not. They all say their stories, and they knock their hats off each other, and they they pants each other at the weigh-ins and stuff, and everybody's like, oh my god, and then they get to the fight, and it's just the dumbest shit you've ever seen. My only question is because Anderson still has his head movement. I hate movement. boxing. So stupid. <laughs> I, I gave it a chance, but holy shit, it's so stupid. Would you ever watch like a Canelo fight? No. Stupid. Boxing, I want to watch the Canelo Triple G fight. Yeah. He's, they're fighting in like a week or two. I want to see. I think that. Jake Paul ruined boxing for me. Damn. Hot take. Hot so. Hot take. If I thought it was okay until I watched him fight, and then I was like, wow, this is stupid. Wow. He actually hasn't lost yet. He's undefeated. This is stupid. He fights basketball players. So that's the qu- that was my question I was going to come back to. You. Do we think Silva is going to be better than Woodley? Yes. yes I hope so. Yes. I would hope so as well. I would hope so as well. I would hope so as well. 110%. Age is still there. Yes, better UFC but Silva, record, but right? But Silva still is athletic. But the real question, though, is, is he better than Ben Askren? Well, okay, they're both better than Ben Askren. I think all of us in this room are better than Ben Askren. Okay, okay, okay. But who is the basketball player? Ben, you want to box? Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. Is Anderson Silva yes. going to be better than Nate yes. Robinson? Yes. yes. The basketball player. Yes. Yes. Okay. Is... We just, we just got to compare him to all of his last fights to see where he stacks up, you know? Was the other guy? Wasn't the other guy like a, a YouTuber. painter or something? No, he was a YouTuber. A YouTuber. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What was his name? Did he fight Gibb? I think... That was his ex. No, who's um? Who's that? No, it's it's KSI's younger brother, which is nothing. It's Deji. Oh. So he's it was like Deji. a uh, YouTuber. He's a UK YouTuber. Yeah. Oh, he UK plays FIFA. YouTuber. He plays oh, FIFA. FIFA YouTuber. Honestly, with yeah. all the back and forth with KSI, I'm surprised it wasn't KSI yeah. fighting Jake. It's happening though. That fight's still happening next year. Supposedly. Do it. KSI and Jake Paul. Supposedly. I know. Next year though. Supposedly it's on track. Yeah, we happens. also had, what, four Tommy Fury fights? <laughs> hey, man, Tommy Fury's a different breed. Jake said Pussy. if that fight ever happens down the road again, if it gets scheduled, he's putting in the contract 
you have to put down half a million dollars yep. as down payment. If you pull out again, I get that money because I'm not fucking wasting my time with you again. Yeah. Without any compensation. I don't even think you'd do it anymore. Everyone, everyone was over it the first time. I was even over it after the Jeez. first pullout. How much you want to bet Second this one, uh, I don't Jake care. Paul fight tanks? Like pay-per-view buy-wise? Yeah. I don't think so. Anderson Silva? I don't Silva? think it will because I've been seeing a lot of people saying like, this is I his best opponent. watch this because they love Anderson Silva. You're going to get all UFC fans. It's not like Anderson sucks at boxing. He's actually good. Yeah, but nobody likes boxing anymore. Well, maybe. Sure. We'll, we'll just maybe say sure. Maybe in the sure. U.S., but it's still a big thing. Overseas and other countries, true, true. they love boxing. Like, people in Mexico live or die by boxing. They love box. Yeah, they so... All, all, all <laughs> of Mexico is going to buy it. All, don't worry. Mexico, Mexico's Viva got it. <laughs> no, I no, I, I, I don't. I wouldn't go there. I think it's truly, you know, the UFC fans. The, you know, oh, it's OG, Anderson Silva. The OG UFC, yeah, right, crowd, right. Yeah. It's Anderson Silva. He's gonna knock him out. We, we want to see it. You know, um, I don't know. Probably forty bucks. We'll, we'll look into that a different day. But I bet it's already out. We'll do another not breakdown yet. of this as it comes sure? out. It was just announced, uh, if not today, a couple today. days ago. It was today. It was rumored yep. for the past week. Yep. But it was. Now we got an official date. It's all being set up. Pay-per-view soon to come. A bigger breakdown of this fight sooner to come as well. And we also have a potential match between Jake Paul's sister, Logan, taking on none other than the dildo of the dildos, Dylan Dennis. What do you think about that fight, Trent? This is a... This is a... Get me one. This is a... This is a no-brainer. Logan Logan Paul's got it in the bag. Dylan Danis has you know been running Twitter against the Pauls for at least a year, if not two, at this point. Both Jake and Logan. Um, there's definitely some bad blood in there, and they definitely three uh, years. Three years. Okay, I was gonna say they they, they definitely want to pull it through, and um, I I think this is an easy win for Jake Paul if it goes through. Is Logan, it easy? Logan. Sorry, you're right, Logan. Yes, it is. Is it easy? Maybe. But I, I think it's gotta be. I mean, what's the? How tall is Dylan Dennis? He's my height. I was gonna say I figured he wasn't six feet, and Logan is, I believe, six three, six four, something like that. Maybe six two. I'm exaggerating, but nonetheless, that's still at least two feet on him, if not a little bit more. So. And not to mention Dylan Dennis's background is in grappling jujitsu. That's true. And he only started like training boxing after talking shit to Jake and Logan. <laughs> You know, I don't think it'll perform as, you know, unless, um, you know, we got another gotcha hat moment or something, right? I don't think it'll perform as well as Jake Paul's upcoming fight in October here or even the KSI fight when that comes next year, as long as that's still on track. Um, but I think there's plenty of people that'll tune into it. It'll be interesting. Again, I hate to say we got another YouTube boxer against another UFC guy. He's not in UFC. He's in Bellator. Who? Dylan Dennis. He was in the UFC, was he? No, he wasn't. He's, oh. he's what? He's had two MMA fights in his whole career, oh, both in Bellator. He hasn't fought in he hasn't fought in three years. Jeez. Jake offered him a contract to fight a million dollars, and he bitched out of it. Yeah, of course he did. In his typical fashion. Um, I'm not gonna lie, he is kind of entertaining on Twitter. It's just some of the stuff he does post is pretty funny. Um. <clears throat> You know, he's, let's see, let me see some of his Twitters. So he searches tweets, 
And then Some of his Twitter. Here's all the stuff he he tweeted today. Anderson Silva is 47 year old, of course. Jake is fighting him. Dot dot dot. Uh, July of last year, Ben Askren tweets responding to the Poirier McGregor fight. Connor sounds like such a douche right now. Dylan Danis responds, "You lost to Jake Paul." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And basically, I don't know. I don't know who this is. Do you know who that is? My guess is Tana, but I got no idea. Yeah, and Dylan Dan is captioning it. You'll do nothing. My guess is Tana. Yeah. yeah, so he's basically just been tweeting at the Paul brothers for a while for clout. Yep. That's just who he is on Twitter. It's course, entertaining, course. but at the same time, it's just like, you call yourself a fighter. You call yourself the highest paid in Bellator, but you haven't fought in three years. He tweets out promos for every UFC pay-per-view. Like, to, yesterday he tweeted, If Nate Diaz beats Hamza Chimaev, I'll give one person who likes this tweet $2,000. Must be following at Dylan Danis to win. And everyone's commenting, Take a picture of your bank account because we know you don't have that money. Yeah. Or second, no, if Nate Diaz wins, you're just going to delete the tweet. Because <laughs> for the hom- for the Kamaru Usman, Leon Edwards, he said, if Leon Edwards beats Kamaru Usman, I'll give five grand to someone who likes this tweet. Yeah. After the fight, he deleted the tweet. <laughs> nice. Jeez. Nice. And he got into a little spat with Patty Pimblett. You guys know Patty. Patty the Patty. So, Patty got banned from Twitter, but Dylan's tweet is still there, and he tweeted, Hey, at, at Patty Pimblet, we both put up 75k in a grappling match, and whoever wins, winner take all. Deal. He posts this, and then Patty responds. He's like, why is Connor sending you pictures of his money? Nice. It's not yours. <laughs> and then he comes back later and says, it's not even Connor's money. He screenshotted it off of a post off of Instagram. Nice. And say, <laughs> he that's just, like a, he, he Googled. Just cap- he just captioned out. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, he probably Googled it. That was going to be my guess. So, yeah. Nice. Like, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> but if he actually fights Logan, Logan is going to. I think it won't even. 30 seconds. I don't think it'll last after the first round either, but if that uh, gets scheduled, we'll uh, go ahead and tackle that one yep. uh, as it comes closer <clears throat> as well. And our final topic for our MMA show is UFC 279 this weekend. Mm-hmm. Hamzat Chimaev, the rising star and future nice title star. challenger taking on the UFC legend in his possible last fight with the promotion. Stockton Zone, Nate Diaz. <laughs> now, when this got announced as um, the headliner mm-hmm. for a pay-per-view, I was kind of like <laughs> scratching my head a little bit, just thinking, <laughs> how is this a headliner of a pay-per-view? Is Nate Diaz because, still relevant? Oh, he's still relevant. I would say so, yeah. People as... still talk about him, because number one, it's not for a title, which pay-per-views without titles happen Every now and then. Yeah. They have like, to. Like right. You have Colby, to. Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal. Mm-hmm. But the reason that happens is because there's an actual story behind that. You know, best that's friends true. become enemies. Right, uh, right. Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor both fights. That's Conor McGregor. Yeah. You're not going to put Conor McGregor on a co-main event. Yep. And that. So I scratched my head a little bit, but I guess I still don't understand why that's headlining instead of not being like a co-main event to a title fight. What do you think about that, Josh, that these guys are headlining a pay-per-view? I don't know. I think it's... I mean, it could have gone either way. I think if anybody's gonna... Oh, sorry. 
If anybody's uh, if anybody's going to headlight a fight, it's going to be those two right now. I agree with that. I yeah. mean, who else? Who else are you going to have to headline a pay per view to fill in? Right. As I say, without a big title fight, without the two big names, right? I mean, if Nate Diaz and I know Com, you know Comzad is still. Yeah, they're both relevant, he's, he's, right he's, enough. You know, he's a rising star, which is good. Yeah, it's good to get new stars in the game, obviously. But I agree with the head. I I would I would see them as a secondary match as well on a card. But you know, if there's no one else that makes sense to throw them in on a pay per view right like this, I don't think Dana's is gonna force something. And oh yeah, I don't care if you're right or not. You know, you're gonna have. You know, I I don't think he's for it. So I think uh, this is kind of who it is because the rest of them, you know, we got some other decent what names was, on here. But what I will say is that one came in to kind of save the card and give it more name is Tony Ferguson. Yep, I was gonna say returning to welterweight to fight the Leech Li Jingliang in his and quick turnaround for Li. He got a big victory in UFC Long Island, I think, a month and a half ago. Oh and wow! Before that, he lost to Hamza, mm. and I believe he is number. Number 14 in the welterweight division. Tony Ferguson coming off four straight losses. So it's it's do or die for Tony Ferguson. If he loses this fight, it might be over. Yeah. Do you agree, Yeah, for Josh? Tony Ferguson. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's just... He's definitely, like, up there. He's getting old. I'm surprised that he's even <clears throat> sanctioned... Still be, fighting? No, yeah. I'm surprised that he even got sanctioned and didn't get suspended because... When you get knocked out unconscious like that, you get a medical suspension. Yeah, right? that's fast too. Yeah, he last fought in May, so four months ago. Yeah, that's when the kick was, huh? Yep. Yeah. So you think four months? I mean, I get, I think four months is enough time. I would give it, you know, about a month to what get over a concussion <laughs> or something serious, right? Going on up there. Couple months to train, you know. I think it's, four is enough for me, but I'm not in the octagon. But obviously. still, it's the reason they give out those suspensions because it's precautionary, right? Sure. sure. Um, I think he's rushing back way too quick. Okay. I do think he's. I do think Lee's gonna win. I think Tony is done. I just think those four losses are really getting to his head. Yeah. And now he's just in a desperation mode. Okay, I'm going to take a really low-ranked welterweight. Yep. And then people will be like, oh, I'm back. But he's fighting a really good fighter in Lee. Right, and they're not that far off in the rankings. Obviously, that's, you know, three, four losses in a row doesn't help. But 11 not, and 14? That's not his welterweight rank. He, this is his lightweight ranking. Ooh, gotcha, gotcha. So why why is he switching? He's just switching to try something different. Hopefully, he can get a victory with a different class. Yeah. Is that what you think? Because he just lost four straight fights in in his own rank. Division, yeah. In a division where he had like a twelve fight winning streak. Okay. Yeah. So you so think? I, I think he's just trying to get some confidence back. Yeah, so, so you think Lee will take it? Do you think it's, uh, and I don't know these fighters as well as you do, is it going to be more of a grappling match? Do you think Lee's taking it early with a knockout? What do you, how do you think uh, this is going to play out? I think Lee's going to knock him out. <laughs> All right. I do. Leech has power, man. Then we got, we got the superhero, Kevin the Trailblazer Holland, Holland. taking on Daniel Rodriguez. My boy is back. I love Kevin Holland. <clears throat> Ever since his last appearance at UFC 272 back in March, after he beat Alex Cowboy Oliveira, he'll be taking on Danny Rodriguez. Yep, yep. The Trailblazer is back, and I see him running through Daniel Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. And he 
He can win this fight however he wants. Oh, wait. And actually scratch that. 272 wasn't his last fight. He fought at UFC Austin Cater versus Emmett. I forgot about that. Um, because the only reason I remember because he was on that card that I went to. Oh, gotcha. He stole the show that night. Hmm. But since since that fight in March, he has uh, stopped criminals. He stopped a mass shooting. Yeah, what? And he stopped an armed robbery. Yeah. What the it's heck? Crazy, yeah, he's crazy to even jump in on those situations. That's weird, yeah. Somebody has a gun, you're unarmed, and you just... Going with your bare hands. Right. I was going to say, A, he's not really unarmed, right? But also, B, (laughs) (laughs) well, physically and, you know, like, MMA, UFC, right? Because that's, you basically got two weapons in your hands, right? Correct. As as your hands, I should say. Um, Do you think this card, we'll go right back to this fight, do you think this card is just a lot of, like, fan favorites? And maybe that's why they got the headliner of Diaz. They got Holland, you know, in the mix. They got Ferguson in there. Is this kind of like a... You know, uh, UFC fans, I, I don't want to say, uh, you know, favorite card or nothing, but kind of these rising stars and these falling stars, is it kind of maybe that's kind of the intent of this card here, do you think? I mean, to start off the pay-per-view, you have you have Johnny Walker and Ian Kutelaba. That's a fan favorite. Right, because right I know jo- Walker as well, I've heard, and again, I'm not the biggest UFC fan by any means, if not one of the <laughs> bottom couple. So. And also you have a women's bantamweight belt. Irina Aldana versus Macy Chizan. I would probably go with Macy in this one. Oh. I think Macy's really good. She's very underrated. Hmm. She'd take it. Nice, nice. You know, it kind of sucks because I've seen some shit online. People, they're predicting their cards and they skip over the women's fight. Yep. If you do that, you're a casual. Cash. <laughs> yeah. You a noob. But yeah. I think I think that Macy's gonna win. I think that she'll tap out Arena Aldana. Okay. I could see it going to the ground. Her doing that, and <clears throat> another guy who's on the chopping block, Johnny Walker. Oh boy. He had high hopes, but he's been pretty unlucky in his last couple fights. I think Kute Laba's gonna put the nail in the coffin and mm-hmm. knock him unconscious too. Mm. So yeah, and I have Kevin Holland winning by knockout. <clears throat> I think we're going to see a lot of finishes in this main card. And for the main event... Wow. Listen to these odds. Nate Diaz, plus 700. Hamza, minus 1050. Damn. So bet $100 on Diaz, win $700 if he wins. <laughs> wow. Bet Bet one dollar, win seven dollars. Nice. Might have to throw that out there. Do you think it's worth it? What do you What do you think? What do you think? How, how do you see this playing out? Is there a clear winner here based on the odds, or what's up? I don't know. I kind of want to bring in a guest to uh, to uh, tell me what he thinks. Okay, yeah, let's let's see your mind. Hey, Hamza! Oh God! <laughs> I didn't know he was here. Hello, brothers. Jesus Christ. You're talking about my fight. Yeah, yeah, we are. We were. Hey, what, what, what's the deal here? You're you're not favorited in this fight. Yes, I am. Are you <laughs> sure? Well, I mean, do you really think you have that big of a chance or what? Yeah, Hamza. You know, people are always saying that Nate, he's a dog. You know, he's when he's dog. not gonna win, he always comes to win. You know, they say he dog, but I'm wolf. Wolf eat dog, but oh, I, I come for him. I smash his face. 
<laughs> I know I take, I know I was in Vegas today, but I come to Sartell, Minnesota to podcast with my brothers. Oh, quick wow. interview. How do you uh, how do you see this uh, how how do you see uh, yourself closing out this fight? I smash his face. <laughs> what round? First round, brother. First round. First well, round. We look forward to watching you smash on Saturday night. I know, that brother. Is true, that is true. I will deliver, brother. You are bet records. I love you, boys. I will see you next week. For my victory speech. Yeah, you better fly safe. Sure thing, brother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, before I go, you know, Justin was telling me when you do a Russian accent, oh, okay. you say brother. Not talking about this you right say now. brother at the end of every quote. That's true. I mean, I learned it from Justin. What? <laughs> I learned it from Justin. That's where I got it. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. I know you got <laughs> yeah, I know, I know a fight. <laughs> uh, see you soon, brother. Goodbye, Ben <laughs> There we go. There we go. All right. There was Hamza Chimaev. Glad, glad to have him back in studio. He will be taking on Nate Diaz on Saturday. Oh, Justin, aren't you glad that guy left? Arena at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Justin, Beautiful. aren't you glad that guy left? Why? He has a fight on Saturday. He I, has to get back to Vegas. I know, but aren't you glad he left? No, I wish he could stay more. <laughs> what was that? And there goes Sam's up. Yeah. But yeah, Saturday night. Saturday night. Woo! Hamza Chimaya versus Nate Diaz. Did you say my name, brother? Yes, I did, Hamza. <laughs> God damn. And I think we Oh wait, here comes Nate. Oh no. Fuck this bitch. Hamza, you're bitch. I I I I, 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 I slap your ass. Fuck you. <laughs> Nate, do you have any words for Hamza? Fuck this little bitch. Fucking monster bitch. Sounds like a South Park commercial. I'm a gangster. California. I need a joint. See you guys later. I see you soon, bro. <laughs> All right, get the fuck out of here, you two. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. What do you say to me, Justin? Oh, hey, Oz. <laughs> Oz is here. Oh my God. What's up, buddy? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for tuning in, Bet Records fans. This was our our MMA slash combat sports episode. Be sure to tune in to UFC 279 this weekend. It all goes down from Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. UFC Let's 279. Let's get it. And you Vikings fans out there, don't forget to tune in. Adrian Peterson, Le'Veon Bell, fight night as well. Boxing this Saturday. Had to throw it in. Gay. Peace out. Like how she move it. Like how she move it.